¿Qué de... So it's my job to open the show, and I'm going to open it like this. I got these two wiseacres right here. I got fucking Eric here, and I got JB here. Howdy. And while we were listening to this intro, so we we did this once before. We're going to look behind the curtain here. This is our second time starting the show. Because the first time, JB and I were talking... During the intro, yeah, and you know, and I just because we that listen out. to the music, before right? We, we listen, start. To the music, yeah. and then we hear "Welcome to the Prattlefield." Yeah, then yeah. we start talking. Yeah. So we were yeah. talking, but Eric, you know, thought that the show had already started. Right. Okay. No fault of because, his. Right. Because I have headphones for JB, and I have headphones for me. Yeah. And JB busted my ball, saying, "Hey, you ought to buy a pair of headphones for Eric, so yeah. he can hear the music." Yeah. Well, I only have two outputs. Yeah. I only have two outputs on my fucking audio interface. Oh. Maybe you should buy a new audio interface. Why don't you? Maybe buy a new you audio should interface? buy me a new audio interface. <laughs> you can't you buy fucking like a, guys. You can't buy like an adapter for a third one. You fucking guys. Oh. You could buy an adapter for a third What's one. And you could buy the headphones on five bucks. But I'm not going to well, spend five bucks on your asses. In all fairness, I'll give you five dollars. I didn't know you could do that for the shit show. I offered to buy the adapter, but Chad turned me down Why? no i didn't you, i said that we didn't have anywhere to get it oh, oh is that what it was yeah okay. if radio shack was still in business we could have gone to radio shack and picked one oh. up but wait a minute radio shack's out of business i think so i had no idea if Isn't i it? give you money well, can i have you no idea. i might be making that up i'm just assuming that it's out of business because everything else is out of business huh we could probably go to the local dirt mall and find out if there's a radio shack there yeah, i suppose maybe radio shack.com um, i didn't know they sold an adapter that you could do it with yeah oh i'll pay for it Let's do it. Well, it's like a two quarter inch to one, oh. so two female quarter inch to a male quarter inch. That's and how I like yes, it. Yes, I could, but I can't. I couldn't. Then you wise asses will be like, "Well, can you turn mine up and his down?" No, I can't because no. you're out for the same volume pot. You just described my perfect sex life. I was just gonna say one male like, quarter inch, two female quarter inches. <laughs> I mean, okay, things would fit. And I've got a set of headphones at home, a set of cans. I could bring those in. Yeah, but then you'll probably have to get another adapter because they probably have the eighth inch, not the quarter inch. I'm sure they're probably eighth inch, yeah. Yeah. We're going to be adapting like a mofo here. Yeah, we're going to have a mofo. It's going to be like the Griswold Christmas tree when it's plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) Or the exterior lights. Remember that Uh, one? Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. See Chad go flying Mm. off his chair. Okay, so two, so three headphones. Oh, because yeah, right. Okay, I got you. Well, and it is my fault because Eric. So Eric. So that. So I don't know if people can visualize. So you and I have Chad and I have headphones on. Mm. We're the only ones that can hear the intro music. Chad or Eric sits there and waits for us to start talking. Right. Because that's when he knows that the show is going. Right. And we started talking. So we talked through the whole intro, and he he didn't know when the actual show started. So yeah. No, that wasn't on Eric. That was on us. That was actually on JB. And then Chad got crabby when I asked him for so unprofessional. (laughs) I didn't get get crabby. I just got worked up. I know. (laughs) Big difference. So now we're closing the curtains. I got worked up. See, I like getting pissed off in a fun way. Mm. That's fun for me. When Mm. I get to yell at my friends Mm -hmm. and act like I'm really pissed off at them and just be arrogant and fucking bitchy. Yeah. That's fun for me. Yeah. I don't like being really upset. Actually, and I wasn't actually. Wait, you have friends? Well, whatever you guys are. Short list. Casual. Yeah. yeah, followers, acquaintances. I don't know. Yeah. I suppose um, you guys will count. Well, let's close the curtains again. Let's hide our secrets again. So now, ooh, nobody ooh. knows how we do this. No one knows how we do it. Yeah. So what's the show about, buddy? <laughs>
Show us about uh, what is the show about? What well, we want to grow up? Be when we grow up, jeez. <laughs> See, I'm so disjointed. So disjointed. You're frustrated. Are you frustrated about I'm that? I'm just frustrated right now. <laughs> you need some of my blood pressure <laughs> medication? Are you good? Yeah, I could use some of that. Yeah. Maybe can well, I inject it straight into my fucking uh, veins? Right into your fucking. I don't heart? see why not. Okay, because get yeah. my syringe. I haven't shot up my heroin today yet. So I'll tell you this. I speaking of of medical stuff. Heroin. So I had my labs done. You know, you do your labs once a year. Yeah, most people do. Huh? Labradors, Labradors, medical lab, your blood labs. Oh, I you see. Know what I mean? And um, got the letter in the mail today. Yeah, I'm actually not as bad as I thought I'd be. Awesome. Yeah, I've pictured. I thought I was expecting the worst, honestly. With okay. The way I consume ice cream and yeah. No, it wasn't too bad. Too bad. Is, is there more? Or is Holy that's shit, yeah. are we 40? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Yeah, uh, cholesterol was where it needs to be. Really? It shocked me with really? as bad as I eat. Yeah, my cholesterol is good. Sodium huh. was actually on the lower end of the range, which blew my mind. How does that happen? No idea. No idea, because I eat a lot of garbage. Yeah, you must drink huh. a lot of liquids, though. I, yeah, well, I, sh- I drink a shitload of Diet Coke. Does that right. help? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't think that does help. Yeah. The only Coke? thing that was uh-uh. a touch high, which, welcome to the world of being an old fat man, is my glucose was a little high. Okay. So I got to go and get my A1C done. Yeah, you got to watch out for that type 1 diabetes. Type 2. Type 2, di- type two diabetes, yeah. A1C? So, A1, that's where they can, that's basically how they measure your blood sugar for like the last 45 days. They have a test that can do that. Okay. I know of it. I know about it because my mm. wife gets it done like every three months. Oh, so that's how I know course. what it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I got to go in and get that. I got to go get blood drawn for that next week. And then he's going to look at that and be like, well, mm. cut down on your sugars. Yeah. Which stop having of course, empty right? calories. Well, right. And that's, yeah. of course, I mean, I expect that, right? Cause I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell everyone that I don't know why that's so high. Well, when you put yeah, a cup and a half of brown sugar on your oatmeal, that doesn't help. And then when you, you know, you're exaggerating. A Lunch is bit. Ben and Jerry's, and then dinner is a fucking huh? Ben and Jerry's. I said you're exaggerating. I am exaggerating. Well, I do like brown sugar on my oatmeal, but it's yeah, not a cup and a half. Not a cup and a half. No. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. Cholesterol was good. I was like, really? I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't extraordinarily low, but it was you know, in the middle. So yeah. it was within range. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't believe it. All of my labs are good, other than my blood pressure. It's a little high, but that's genetics on both sides. Mine's a little high, too, which makes sense for me. I don't remember what mine was when I went in. I just well, you're a picture of health. So you don't have anything to yeah, worry about, do you? Right. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Your music poster. You look like you're ready to fucking well, you know American yeah, Ninja Warrior or some right. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at them pipes. Yeah, yeah. Look at them. I know huh? you guys flexing can't see right this now. at home, but no. he's yeah. flexing and his his shirt almost ripped. It actually made it a noise when he did it. Ripped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, what yeah. we want to be when we grow up. Let's get into that. Yeah. Say yeah again at the same time I do. Yeah. God, this start of this show sucks. No, it does People are going to stop it and just be like, fuck it, I'm not listening to this one. Dude, if they've listened to this many shows by now, they're not going to stop. If they're with us, they're with us. Yeah, you think so? But you also have to remember that every show is someone's first show. So you got to make them all high energy. God damn it, Eric. Look at him. Quality control. Fucking guy. Quality control. Uh, (laughs) Fucker has a point, though. So how how should we do this? Should we maybe like... uh, we can all just kind of throw out ideas. I mean, I, I'm assuming all of us did that, right? I mean, all, well, at least us at this table are really the ones that matter at this point because we're the only ones talking on microphones. So <laughs> That's I, true. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the guy next door did it, but. Right. Um, no, I would imagine at some point. I think everyone's up, done everyone it. is like, hey, I'm yeah. going to do this when I'm a grown up. Well, and when you're a kid and I've done it, you know, when you're a kid, everyone asks you that, right? When you're, I mean. Every day, every day somebody asks my kids. Yeah. What do you want to be when right, you grow up? Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, for, so, and it's, you know, isn't it funny how it works because. And I, you know, 
far be for me from being an expert, and my kid's not old enough to be asked yet. But it's from what I remember, it gets weird because it's like when they're really little and they get asked, like, and I'm talking really little, like preschool age. Sure. They may not really have an answer, or that's when they're going to throw out, like, I want to be a superhero or oh, okay. fireman right. or right, policeman. Right. Yeah. So they just throw out generalized, vague shit that they saw in preschool that day or whatever. And then when they get a little bit older, so the preschool ages is kind of vague and they don't really know and they just kind of give you an answer to make you shut up, essentially. <laughs> and then when they get a little older, like elementary, junior high, you start hearing real ideas, right? Like, right. I want to be a veterinarian. Yeah, don't bother. You're going to end up being a stripper. But whatever. Like, you see, <laughs> th- then they start giving you real answers, right? Right. Because they genuinely want to do that. And then it's funny because I think when a lot of kids, when they get to like high school and they get asked, like, you know, junior, senior year... And people will ask, and a lot of times I hear them say, oh, I'm not sure yet. Yeah. Oh, I don't know yet. Isn't that funny how that works? So when you're really little, you're vague, and you don't really know, you just kind of blurt something out. Elementary, junior high, you're focused on something. Even if it changes every two years, you're focused on something. Mm -hmm. And then you get to high school, and you're back to, you kind of regress back to, no, I don't really know. Like, you're vague again. Is that how you were? No, but I think a okay. lot of kids are that way. I mean, I oh. well, you have older kids. I guess you might know right. better, but... Well, my girls want to be famous YouTubers, so... That's actually not a bad goal, because there's a lot of I money I did not want to be a famous YouTuber I when either. I was a kid. No. no um, <laughs> although, when I was a kid, I really kind of wanted there to be YouTube. That would have been great, or internet. Would have been. Or, yeah, <laughs> that would have been great. Of course, if there was internet, I never would have left my bedroom, honestly. It would Probably just be, not. I would be yeah. dehydrated and yeah. my right arm would be 10 times the size of my left. <laughs> because of drinking all the beverages. Right. Because, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, not yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't else. sure what he meant. No, that's, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I just, so that's, that, I guess that's my observation I want to make. It just seems weird to me. That's kind of how that works. Cause, and even in college, it goes to college too. Like you, there's a lot of, I've, and I've done this where you'll ask somebody who's in their freshman or sophomore year of college, Hey, what are you majoring in? Oh, right now, just, you know. Generals. Generals. Yeah, just, you <laughs> Oh, know. I knew so yeah. many freshmen that knew, knew what they wanted to be when they grew up. And then you ask them again, they're at the end of their sophomore year, and they're like, I don't know. These right. classes were really hard. Right, right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to be a psychiatrist. That was yeah. that was my goal when I graduated high school. It was my goal through freshman year of college. Then I got to my sophomore year, and that wasn't yeah. my goal anymore. Those classes are hard. They are. <laughs> right. You got a psychology degree, right? Yeah. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you knew that, didn't you? I did know that, but I, it's just so weird because you're not helpful at all when I bring problems to you. <laughs> no. You just laugh at me usually. That's, yeah. you're right there. That's what you do to me when I bring you yeah. problems. You no, just I laugh and tell me that I suck at well, life, which doesn't seem very... Why, probably why I'm not a psychiatrist you didn't get into right it. now. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great if you were, though, because then you'd have uh, prescription pads. You could just write us prescriptions oh, for whatever we wanted. Yeah. yeah. Shit. I should go back to school, huh? You know, me with my big drug habits and all the yeah. drugs I like to take. Yeah, pill popper is like, what he is. You are a recreational drug user. Oh, all the time. You're big into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just think that's interesting how kids kind of go in those cycles. And, and like I just said, I think it goes a little bit into college because a lot of college kids, and, you know, and Eric, your modification to what I said, I think is, is more accurate. Freshman year, they probably are honed in on something because when they get out of high school, they're like, Oh, I got it. I oh, nailed I it. pick something. Yeah, because yeah, you look through a college catalog and you're like, oh, that looks interesting. Right. And then you take the classes your freshman year and then you get to sophomore year and you're like, nope, that sucks. I'm not doing that. Right. Right. And then you got to rethink what you wanted to do. Well, did, did you have a high school guidance counselor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we And did. you got to take all the tests, the aptitude tests and shit. Yeah. You guys do that? Yeah. And right. they... um you know, they push you. They're like, you got to decide. You got to decide. You got to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Right. That's a heavy burden to put on a 18-year-old no, kid. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. But they're not I'm entirely 40. I have wrong. no idea what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But yeah. What did you say? Well, they're not entirely wrong, though. I mean, 
the people that I would consider successful right now are the ones that knew going into college exactly what they were going to do, and they took the right classes, they did the right things, they studied, and now they're doctors or they're. I don't think so. Yeah, but what's oh, your man, definition of what's your like definition that. of success? Well, I mean, right, and that's a completely different. Because thing. are they happy? That's, well, right, you know. Right. But what I mean is as far as they're in a career that they chose and they want to be in. Right. You know, and that's I, I, I think it's a good thing to steer people to get people thinking about that, get kids thinking about that, yeah. because you could end up working some job you don't want to work because like me, I ended up fucking myself in college by screwing around for two years, didn't declare a major until my junior year. And then I mm-hmm. tried to cram four years of psychology into two years and mm-hmm. I was so burned out. I didn't want to take the GRE. So you can't do anything with a four year degree in, right. in right. psych. Right. If I would have gone went on to graduate school, but right. there again, if I was really really into psych and that's really what I wanted to be, then I would have taken the GRE. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah but, I wonder though if you would have gone on with your psychology degree, if you would have done things like you know directed a movie and released mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an album, or even be sitting here podcasting, mm-hmm. you'd be so flipping busy with your day well, job and right, then you right. think about it yeah. all night and yeah, no, and that's well. I mean, we talked about this before. I can't remember which show, but yeah, it's it's like if you went back and changed. I think the time travel show. Mm-hmm. It's like you made different decisions. You know, yeah, I could have a different career now, but then would I know either one of mm-hmm. you guys? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's your whole life is based on a series of mm-hmm. these little choices you make. Right. But, right. Right. Anyway, but so Eric, yeah, when you were a kid, let's say, let's say I'm talking to five year old Eric <laughs> right now. Yeah, and I know that the brain hasn't matured that much beyond the five years old, so this should be no, easy. No, yeah, for it's you. really easy. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So five year, five year old Eric. Let's say I'm talking to him. What do you want to be when you grow up, little Eric? When I was five years old, I promised my mom that I was going to be a really successful lawyer, and I was going to buy her a ranch in Texas. Seriously, at yeah. five you knew at that. At five, yeah. Seriously, interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure I knew what a lawyer was at five. Yeah. That's very specific. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, and. Um, it it all it kind of stemmed from I had no idea what a lawyer actually was or what they did, but we watched you know a lot of the cop dramas from the eighties mm. and I knew that lawyers made a lot of money yeah. and I knew that we didn't have money sure and so I thought yeah I'll be a lawyer that'll I'm gonna make be just me like rich. Matlock yeah there you go <laughs> yeah that's probably one of them that we watched <laughs> was that on when we were five uh, had to I been. don't think so Matlock no. I oh, think, I don't know. No, I don't I'm think thinking like Hardcastle and McCormick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought Matlock was older than that. Maybe yeah. not. Remember, you're younger than Eric and I are. Uh, yeah, I you're, you're I a pup. I yeah, you're just a little puppy. Eric's even older than I am, and I'm an old, decrepit fuck. Okay. Yeah, I just found out the other day that I'm 44. I've been telling people since <laughs> April that I'm 43. <laughs> just found out the other day. <laughs> no, I, I shit you not. I thought in April I turned 43. Yeah. And... My wife and I were with a couple the other night that we don't know real well, and they asked me how old I am. I said, uh, well, I'm 43, and my wife goes, excuse me? <laughs> you were wow. born in 1977, maybe you, no, 1974. 1974. Jesus, I can't even get that right. <laughs> she was born in 77, and uh, she's like, maybe you want to try some math. And I lost a year. I was literally like downhearted because man, I lost a year. <laughs> Just found out I was forty four. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. So you really dead set on being a lawyer? Huh? Yeah. You see where that got me? Yeah. I'm a stay at home no. dad now. Right. So yeah, which is better in my I, opinion. Yeah, I would probably. say so. Yeah. yeah. 
What did five year old JB want to be? I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember answering that question. I, I'm sure I did. I'm, I'm sure I was asked that, but I don't remember. I guess no. I don't remember I, that that phase of what do you want to be when you grow up. I don't remember what what that would have been. I didn't. I, the first time I remember thinking about that and having a definite answer of something I was quote unquote passionate about was like elementary school age. Like, and then what like was it? you know, like fifth, okay. sixth grade age. But yeah, so when we when when I got to the point of remembering, that was the fighter jet thing because that was the Top Gun era for me. Right. So it was. Uh, so this is so in a in a previous show when we talked oh the nostalgia show that we did yeah we talked about I mentioned Top Gun and blah 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 yeah and uh, so that's when kind of that that's what launched me into the the fighter jet era, um, and it's like you know buying the model airplanes and painting them all up and hanging them from the ceiling you know and I had the big you know index book of all the different military aircraft that the military used and I knew what all the numbers meant and I knew what the fighters were and I knew a difference between a fighter and a bomber and an assault plane and I was all over it. Did you do um, anything to like forward your goal? Were you a little boy scout or any of that? Yeah, stuff? so I ended up getting into uh, so that was early on and that and again so I watched Top Gun be, re- realized that. I would probably be Top Gun quality, is what I realized. Well, of course. Sure, yeah. I still feel like I've got it in me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm a little That's overweight. That's why you make us call you Maverick yet. all the time, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the ladies do. Yeah. They call me the Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a rap song, and I don't remember which one. Oh. Today was a good day. I, Ice you're Cube. asking the wrong guy. Okay. I didn't have Eric. to use my AK. There you go. Yeah, it's the, right, the right song. Mm. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> no idea. So I ended up getting the Civil Air Patrol. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. Chad, Civil Air Patrol? Yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, it's basically it's it's kind of like, like it's like the police explorers for the air force. Is oh, nice. Yeah. So you get to wear like air force uniforms, and you go to like air shows, and like you get to do like uh, you do the same stuff Boy Scouts do. So you do like community service stuff. Sure. Um, we went out on like you know camp like camping trips, and but except you know so Boy Scouts will go out and do camping trips where it's more about like wilderness and like you know it was more I think more casual. With sure. us, like we actually had like name tags on, like um, we had military uh, uniforms. When we went out camping, like like actual Air Force guys would have. Right. So we wore camouflage and had the green bags and all that kind of stuff. So wow, uh, having been camping with you, I'm shocked. having a hard time imagining. I know this. that. Yeah. That was, yeah. it was years. It was years ago. Yeah. Not saying you're uh, a bad camper. I'm a terrible camper, but, but no, back in those days, I was into it because I thought, yeah. well, this is what I'm gonna have to learn how to survive on land in case I go down behind enemy lines. Right. Gene right. Right. Yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, the Civil Air Patrol, and I did that from Christian Slater, Gene fifth, Hackman, Christian Slater. Is that am I uh, thinking of the right movie? Gene Hackman, Owen Wilson. You're thinking Owen Wilson. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Broken Arrow. Not a bad that was, movie. That was yeah. John Travolta Christian and Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I would say from like from like fourth grade through um, like eighth grade was my fighter jet days. Wow. And I was in Civil Air Patrol for like, I don't know, probably three of those. Yeah, I was in Civil Air Patrol when I came to Minnesota. So that I was, was in that Civil Air Patrol for a while. Like that wasn't yeah, really no, that a phase. Wasn't, yeah, it was, it was a I long mean, it, phase. It was a phase, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like... Well, okay. and the only thing that broke me of it is I, I realized I was fat, and I apparently didn't have the motivation <laughs> to lose weight. I did, because I started realizing, you know, because like, I would watch all these documentaries, you know, I'd do all this research on fighter pilots, and yeah. like go, like read the, like figure out what the standards are for like to get into the Air Force. Well, yeah, you have to be the best of the best of the best, right? And you got to weigh, like... You have to weigh like under a certain amount of pounds because you can't be, you know, one looking at my physique, I'm not sure I could even climb up to a fighter jet, you know, <laughs> cockpit at this point in life. But then two, you you know, you obviously can't be 300 pounds in a fighter jet, right? right. The nose would be, yeah. <laughs> maybe for attack planes, you can do that, but not for dog fighting necessarily. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's my example. So, so Eric, when you were in elementary school, was it still lawyer then or did that change? 
Yeah, I think it was lawyer probably up until I moved in with my dad in North Dakota and then decided that I wanted to be a farmer. Which, so how old are you? How old are you? Jesus Christ. How yeah. old were you when you moved in with your dad? Uh, fifth grade. So what does that make okay, you? Okay, so that's elementary school. Yeah. So, so when you moved in with him, you changed from lawyer to farmer. Right. Because, okay. yeah, that's such a... Uh, that, that's a big shift. But yeah, my whole family was uh, dairy farmers. And I just thought that was the best, man. Go out and drive those big trucks. Yeah. Drive the tractors. Um, I thought I thought that that would be the bee's knees. Um, but what I didn't the realize ass. is the cat's ass. Um, <laughs> then I realized that, oh, you also have to go be a dairy farmer when it's 40 below. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I got into theater. <laughs> yeah. So how long did that phase last then? Oh, man. Uh, probably until, um, let's see, I probably did my first theater production when I was maybe seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. Mm. And then from there on out, it was, I wanted to be an actor. Okay. And then, I don't know, then real life hit, I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that, and in, in we didn't, uh, we didn't discuss this prior to the show, but it's interesting that my phase and your phase almost went the exact same years. Yeah, from like that's true. Fourth, fifth grade to like eighth grade, yeah. and then eighth, ninth grade, something must have. Um, so I wonder if a lot of kids are that way. Maybe that's just that phase you go through. Maybe a lot of kids do that. Right but on. it's interesting that we had the same time periods of you know, yeah, number uh, of years and kind of that switch over early high school. So you start to realize like, oh, maybe I don't want to do that, or in my case, maybe I shouldn't do that or can't do that or right. right. I w- I wonder. With you, before you say what five-year-old Chad would have said, I'm going to throw a guess out there. Basketball player? No. No? Really? No. That surprises me. No. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? It, mine is boring because it never changed. Mm. It was that way all the way through college and up until a few years ago, actually. The mm. whole film director making oh. movies thing. Wow. From that young of an age. Huh? Yeah. The only, time, the only time that changed was... Um, when I got in high school, I was pretty good with music, and then I... You uh, still are, just for well, the record. okay. Yeah. But I was, I was like, you know, I could see myself doing something with music. I'd like to do a, maybe music production, go to a music school. And I kind of went back and forth between that and film. Yeah. But I wanted, I mean, when I got out of high school, I wanted to go to film school. Mm. What, yeah. uh, what stopped that? Parents? Money. Life? Money. Money. Gotcha. Couldn't yeah. afford out-of-state tuition, and North Dakota did not have any film programs at what? that time. Yeah. North Dakota wasn't that? big into the film schools? No, I had to go to college in North Dakota, and believe it or not, there are no film schools in, in North Dakota. I'll be damned. That is, yeah. I know. It's I, it I mean, having grown up there, too. that's a total surprise for me. Total it's all, shock. Uh, San Francisco, North Dakota, same. Same, same. L.A., North yeah, Dakota. Right. Exactly New York, the North same. Dakota, Chicago, North Dakota. Yeah. Even fucking Minneapolis, North Dakota. Right. You know, you All think. the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you have to go to college in North Dakota? I couldn't afford out-of-state tuition. Oh, that's right. You already said that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Couldn't afford out-of-state tuition because you didn't want to take out more loans and you didn't want to have all the debt, or even with student loans, you couldn't even get enough? with student loans, couldn't do oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Nope, it was just too much. And I think, like, these days... And maybe they, I think they, what do they call it for neighboring states? Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Uh-huh. Is that uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. They may have had that. Um, no, they, yeah, they did. Because I actually looked at, um, like, the U of M was, there's something about that that wasn't going to work. I can't remember what that was. But I looked at McAllister. That's mm-hmm. a private school here mm-hmm. in the cities. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I applied there and got in, but I couldn't, when we, when we got the, the package back, it's like, this is what your tuition would be. I'm like, ah, fuck, I can't do that. Wow. So it was, it was North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And winning the lottery wasn't an option. Yeah. Oh, we didn't have did lottery in North Dakota at that I, I time. Oh, I didn't well, try that. That stifles it. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was my bad. Yeah. I really, I really should have done that. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. No, I'm along the same uh, the same lines. Uh, when I graduated high school, my dad gave me the option, you know, join the military or go to college, but it had to be a North Dakota college. Yeah. And more specifically, he... My dad let me have so much freedom in life. The one place he put his foot down, he wanted me to go to Jamestown College yeah. in North Dakota because it was only 45 minutes from home. He didn't want me to branch out and see the world, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. At least not at that point. Wow. So yeah. Now you went to the same college. I don't. Yes. Do you, I don't know if you care if I tell people that. Too late. Uh, <laughs> how far away was that from your place? Your house. Ninety miles. Hundred miles. Okay, so a couple hours, like hour and a half. Hour and a half. couple hours. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was pretty close to home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My freshman year, I think I went home on because I still had friends in high school. Mm-hmm. You know that were in high school. So mm-hmm. I mean, I went home weekends fairly okay. regularly freshman mm-hmm. year. But you know, then you get past that phase and start hanging out with the people you met in college. Right, 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 right. Huh. But yeah, I mean I was I was home for all the all the holidays and stuff. Yeah. And it was close enough. It was far enough away for me to get in trouble, but it was close enough for me to run home when I needed mommy and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Or money. And you got yeah. in so much trouble in college too. Well, I didn't get in trouble, but <laughs> I did a lot of stupid shit. Well, we all do stupid shit in college, but yeah. huh. I would say our stupid shit was pretty small scale in comparison. Yeah, right. I mean, cow I tipping, mud yeah. pies, that kind of shit. Right. right. I Four wheeling across the quad. Yeah. And right. getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And having you, uh, to deal with campus security. Now, what do you know about... So, What was his name? Uh, Toothless Terry. There it is. Yeah. Toothless Terry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Toothless Terry. Old Ruthless anyway. Toothless. From five to... Ruthless <laughs> <laughs> Toothless. Toothless. I Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, my roommate toothless. and I started calling him that because um, oh, that's good. we had Sanford. It was this big end of the year party where this supposedly dry campus kind of turned a blind eye to alcohol on campus. Got a little wet. Yeah. And the one year, there was one year that too many people were getting in trouble. So they said they weren't going to turn a blind eye that year. And Toothless caught us. And turned us into the Dean of Students, so he became Ruthless Toothless after That's that. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yep. Anyway, you were saying no, something, so, JB, but... Yeah, I guess that is boring. Film director your whole life. I mean, it's cool, because well, you've yeah, been that passionate about it for that forth. long. So, I mean, the but, film director thing, and after, you know, then I had to face reality when I got to college. So, after my first two years, and I yeah. was just taking generals, I'm yeah. like, fuck... I need a fucking major. Yeah. And I was taking music classes because I was interested in it, but I wasn't, ex- I wasn't, I didn't want to be a music teacher or anything like that. And I knew that just a plain music degree at mm-hmm. Jamestown college wasn't the same as music production. So it's not like I could go out and work right. in a recording studio right. or something right. with. Right. Did Jamestown theater. college even have a music degree or was it just a minor? It was a minor. Yeah. No, there are people that majored in music, but it was music oh. education. Okay. And I didn't want to be a teacher. Yeah, I don't blame you. Because teachers and fuck that noise. Hmm. Um, well, and you hate kids, so that wouldn't have been yeah. good. Well, I didn't then. Oh. I didn't then. Um, but no, so I, then, you know, when I got out of college and mm-hmm. I was in a band, then suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do music. And when I met this guy in college, he had a recording studio in his house. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I want to have a recording studio in my house. I want to do music. And then it would go back to, oh, no, I want to make movies. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was kind of back and forth between Mm -hmm. those two, Mm -hmm. depending on what was going on with my life. Mm -hmm. But 
Yeah, pretty boring. I mean, aside hmm. from that quick stint where I'm like, yep, I'm going to go into clinical psychology, mm-hmm. it was either filmmaker or musician mm. or, you know, work in a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it. Wow. Yeah. So my options were, I kind of limited myself. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But again, it shows that's, I mean, passion defined. I mean, you've wanted right. to do the same two things your entire life. It's, right. You know, you didn't yeah. waver, which is, like, it's admirable. I was going to say, of the three of us, you're the only one that's fulfilled. Yeah. What you wanted to do, you actually have directed a couple mm-hmm. movies. I was going to say that, and then I realized I was in one of your movies, so technically I've professionally acted. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah. yeah, you have. Yeah. You I've were, never flown a fighter jet, so you guys can fuck well, off. JB, you were, you were in that Way movie, to go, JB. Too, so I didn't want to be an actor my whole life, though. I just fell that's into true. that. Yeah, I yeah. knew a guy. Yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I, and I shouldn't say that's boring, but, I mean, it's just it's just unique because I don't hear... I, I don't if you asked people on the street I would feel like the vast majority of them would have changed it you know between junior high and college something it would have changed at some point yeah. yeah I feel like that's normally the case well I think most people are like that yeah so it's unique that you find somebody yeah. that's like that can actually actually say I've literally wanted to do this my whole life right you know you hear it in the movies mm-hmm. but you're like oh, okay your whole life sure but yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. yeah no, and I still, I would love to be a professional actor now. It's I just, I mean, life got in the way I needed to make money. Yeah. Or at the time, I thought I needed to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I mean, all the Joe jobs that I had, I could have just as well had those jobs out in L.A. while I was looking for something. But yeah, good point. I'm a homebody. I, you know, I didn't want to stray too far from North Dakota and mm-hmm. didn't want to stay, stray too far from the family. So, mm. I mean, fear is what kept me from my dream, or fear and apathy, I guess. Yeah. It was like, I got a pretty good job here. I'm making $30,000 a year. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, when you're in your 20s and you're single, that's pretty yeah, good money. It's all yeah. right. Yeah. Well, and the reality is, 30, you know, yeah, you could have went out to LA or to Chicago and, and done that, but I'm not sure what your quality of life would have been there compared right. to here, right? So, yeah. the 30 grand you were making here, you were probably doing, you probably felt like you were doing okay for a guy your age. Yeah. If yeah, you were yeah. out in LA, even even in those even in in those years, um, cost of living hasn't changed that much. No, it would have been a right. studio apartment. Even back then, yeah, you'd been, guys, and so. you'd had a second job probably, so you'd yeah. have never had any free time. You right. Know? Yeah. So you're you're you'd have been working two jobs while trying to fit in um, auditions. auditions, and then right. what do you do? Right, like you're running late, you're always running to somewhere, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it it would have been you know, and who's not, who's to say it wouldn't have paid off? You know, who knows? Right. It could have worked out, but well, of all the people take, that I, I went to. Uh, the performing arts school that I went to, of all the people that went there, I have yet to see any of their names mm-hmm. in the spotlight. So, right. <laughs> and I do know a few of them that moved out to LA. So it doesn't work out for everybody. No, God, no, 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 oh, no, not even close. No, but I do. I having said that, I do gotta say I respect the hell out of them yeah. for going out and trying their dream. Like yeah, we right. have a, a good, a good friend to you and a friend to me in common that went out there and tried to live his dream. And, yeah. you know, I, it's a grind. I respect I the hell out yeah, of that. I think that's great. It's tough. Yeah. Well, at least then you it's can say you market. tried, right? Like you right, die right. with no regrets. At yeah. the end of the day, you can say, fuck, exactly. I tried, man. Yeah. I gave it everything I had. And, you know, like, like you guys talked about and we've talked about earlier, who's to say, I mean, would I have the wife that I have now, the kids that I have now, no had I done that? Not, no, not no a way. chance. Right. Right. Yeah. No, you'd have a mansion in Malibu and like five <laughs> girlfriends, right, which yeah. would suck. You well, that'd be that. terrible. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Balls. Yeah. Who'd want that life? Uh, I might be in shape. Yeah, <laughs> who would want that life? Right? <laughs> so drinking artisan waters and eating fancy cheeses. Right, I'd be vegan. I wouldn't that would do be that. fantastic. So JB walked away yeah. from the whole fighter fighter, fighter pilot jet, yeah. thing for a while. Yeah. 
So what what was next for you then? I went into copping after that. Yeah. So early high school, I decided on the cop thing, and so that what went made you, all the way through college. Was that was that a like a decision that hey, I think um, I think I might like that. They have they make decent money. Blah blah blah. It's a practical profession or was there for something me it was the like excitement. i really want to do this it was the was excitement like, for me okay because so. i i didn't care that at, at, i didn't care that much about the money because in, in reality in those days um and i don't have you know i didn't research this of course but um cops nowadays it depends on where you live right like there's there's police right. officers in in alabama even in big cities birmingham cops start at like 17 bucks an hour Oh my Jesus God! Are you Christ. kidding me with that kind of risk? You know, right? Wow. And in Minnesota, you can get that we're pretty lucky. McDonald's now, and yeah, places. right, right. So, yeah. In Minnesota, we're very, very lucky. Your cops are. I mean, the suburban around Minneapolis here, they're all making pretty decent cash as cops. Yeah. So they're still putting their life on the line, but they're they're getting paid pretty well. Yeah. Um, but no. So for me, it wasn't about the money, and it wasn't about like, um, doing something practical. It was the excitement for me. Because the fighter jet thing, that's why I wanted to do it. Because it looked cool, and it was going fast, and it was dangerous, and it was it was different than everyone else was doing, and it would have been unique, and it would have been kind of all that stuff. Kind of just, I, and, and I was naive, right, because I'm a kid. So in my head, you know, if you're a fighter jet pilot, every day you're up there flying with your buddies and oh, doing yeah. drills right. and exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know any fighter jet pilots nowadays. But I'm willing to bet if you were to ask one, they'd be like, we don't fly every day, man. No. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm sure that's... They, they, if no, for no other reason, financially, they, the government's not going to... You know, so... Right. You still have to go up and do drills and you still practice, right? Sure. You still do, you know, the, 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 the mock scenarios and the situations. But but in my head, I was like, oh, every day I can go do that, right? Because I got yeah. all this from Top Gun. And, right. and Top Gun, they're flying all the time. Yeah, you and Iceman. Sure, and right. Maverick, and I get yeah. a cool nickname and... You get girls, mm. obviously. What Absolutely. would have been your flyboy nickname? I don't do know. I don't know. I don't. When I was, a, and I, I can't remember. Cheeto. I, I had the, <laughs> the fantasy was so strong, and I remember thinking of like call signs I would have, and then I, I later realized while I was still in that period of just doing research on the on the topic, I realized that you don't pick your own call signs, so right. that's when I gave up on picking my own. But yeah, early on, I'm like, I wonder what I should pick my name because everyone's got to have a nickname, right? Well, that's not how that works. The other guys mm. give you that nickname. That's not something you come up with on your own. So. I did not know that. I yeah. think they would have called you Cherry. Maybe. Short for Cherry Garcia. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I will see. Yeah, we'll never know now. Yeah. I'll never have it. Yeah. Um, so that's so when the fighter jet thing ended, and I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I'm a little husky, and I'm not, uh, my grades weren't, I wasn't getting like, you know, straight A's, because that's the other thing, and you know, and you don't need straight A's necessarily, but I wanted to get into the Air Force Academy and go fly from there. That's where I wanted to go. You know, I didn't want to just join the Air Force just out of high school and then go try to do it. Yeah. I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy after high school and learn to fly and go from there. Well, one, there's physical standards, which again, I was I was I wasn't motivated enough to work out, obviously. But then two, I just was starting to realize that academically I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna make the cut for that either. I was never I was I, I didn't think I was gonna be able to get in. Could I have applied myself and got in? I'm sure, but yeah. apparently I was too lazy. So that's when I took on the Coppin thing because that was a lot more attainable, a lot more accessible, um, and they have them everywhere. You know, there's there's far less fighter pilots in this country than there are cops, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, right. So, so right. it's just it was a lot more accessible. So that's when I got into that. But yeah, it was all about the excitement and the adrenaline and the um, the danger and and that kind of stuff for me. That's why I got it. That's why I wanted to do it. Hmm. And then I came to realize that that it's not, that's not really that either. You know, I mean, I think with anybody who, anybody who wants that kind of occupation, anybody who wants that kind of job where you feel like you're, you know, there's adrenaline involved or there's action quote unquote involved or whatever. 
I think when you're young, you always think like that that's going to be all I'm going to do every day, all day, kind of like the fighter jet thing. So when I originally, when I wanted to be a cop, I was like, oh man, I'll be out, you know, chasing guys every day and, you know, <laughs> having my gun out every day and I'm going to be busting down doors and driving fast and uh, it's not reality either. No. You know, I mean, even, even in the big cities, even you go to like Philadelphia or Chicago, that's not even happening there to no. every cop every day. It happens every day, but not everybody gets to do that. So, yeah, right. you know, I, I was just naive. But even after I realized that that's not every day, I still wanted to do that job because I wanted the possibility of that to happen. That was the only occupation I could think of where there was potential for that kind of stuff, and I wanted to be involved in that if it was going to happen. Yeah, that's the same reason I was an EMT. It right. wasn't so much because I cared about people. It was about getting in the ambulance and driving. Yeah, it's exciting. Way too fast yeah, with the sirens on. and Yeah. Hmm. So, and the copying, and I ended up getting, I ended up doing the job I wanted. And then, uh, it's fucking, I, 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 it's funny. Cause I, so all that time I, I, I wanted to do that thing. I went to school for it and I went to the training for it and I applied for a million jobs and like whatever. And then I finally got the job and then realized like, I don't know what flipped in my head. Like that whole time I knew that it was going to be shift work and I knew it was going to be working holidays the rest of your life. And I knew it was going to be working weekends the rest of your life. But then when you actually get the job, something, something flipped in my head. Like I actually got the job and I was like, wait a minute, I don't, do I want to do this for the next 25, 30 years? I, I just know. can't imagine you being a hard ass. You're such I'm a not. nice guy. No, I'm not. And, you know, no, having I'm, to treat the perp like a perp. Yeah, no. And I, and I, and I'm not, and I, you know, in my, so, but in your it, defense, there's a good, you can, I mean, there are good police officers that don't have to be. Oh yeah. No. So in my um, travels, so I worked in a, in a jail for six years prior to getting the job as a cop. And then I worked, I did security for a long time before that. So what I, what I came to realize is that, um, there are definitely different kinds of cops out there and that's, right. I'm not breaking news on that. Some <laughs> guys are definitely, they're the hammer and there's, you know, I'll go find a nail kind of guys. Yeah. And then there's other guys who are a little more, you know, like, um, peacekeepers, a little more conversational than they are. Let me get a hold of your skull for a second. You know, right. that kind of guy. So, <laughs> right. No. And I, and I, I'm def I was definitely the former of that group. I, I absolutely would be, the but I would imagine as a cop though, the uh, latter, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely the, the no, 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 no. I'm a hammer. No, a nail. I'm yeah. more of the guy like, let's figure out how we can fix this. And yeah, if I have right. to use force, I will, but I would rather just talk right. to you about it. Yeah. I would imagine as a cop though, no matter how nice you are, eventually, Oh, you're, you're going to get some to. drunk yeah. that's going to want to throw right, down right. no matter what you're doing. Well, and that's so, and, right. and, 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 and interestingly, the, I didn't really get real exposure to that until I worked at the jail. Cause that's where that came into play. Right. Yeah. Because when I did security, I didn't have, there just wasn't enough of that kind of action available. So you don't ever really know when you can flip that switch and when not to. Right. Uh, but working at the jail, it, it happened, right? Like somebody there's inevitably going to be some guy that's going to be, that's going to want to say, call your bluff and be like, I don't think you'll do it. Right. Well, then you do it, right? So that's where I kind of learned how, like, where my switch is and when I can flip it and when I can't. Um, so I, that's where I kind of learned that skill. But yeah, I mean, even even with that, once I got out on the road and actually got in the car and started doing the job, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's not, you know, it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of driving in circles and it's a lot of, and that depends on where you work, right? Of course. Yeah, sure. You, know, you go work in Baltimore or Atlanta or Miami, you're going call to call, right? Or almost, sure. you're busy. But you're still probably not, you know, having shootouts with bad guys every day. It's not right? like well, what, what was you that? in the movie. You're taking a lot of reports is what you're doing. Right. Right. It was yeah. a while ago you talked about uh, some documentary on Netflix. Flinttown. Flinttown. Great yeah. documentary. And even in there, they're overworked, overworked, yep. overworked. Yep. But you still don't see a lot of nope. adrenaline no. calls. It's just it's, it's just going to a call, talking to people, taking a report, leaving, talking to a report, leaving. Yeah. You know, and that and that's that's just the business. That's what it is. Right. Um, 
Yeah, but they don't way, show they don't show report writing in the movies. No, no. when you watch cops on TV, and no, and I, I left that part out. So going all through high school, I was watching cops on TV because that's what I wanted to do, and that fuels that passion or it right. did for me. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do. Oh, that was one of my favorite shows. Well, yeah, dude. and then you when you get a little older, you come to realize like, wait a minute, this isn't. <laughs> they're not showing every car. Yeah. Well, all right, Kirby. Kirk, he he disagrees he for that. He didn't yeah. care for that. No. Um, but you come to realize that that's not every day, you know? It's isolated, so. Yeah. <laughs> he just... Who's here? I think the neighbors pulled into the driveway. Jeez. How dare they? Don't know we're doing a show? Yeah. yeah. Don't... Hey. Shut up. Cool it, pal. Kirby. Do either of you guys ever listen to uh-huh. any Kevin Smith podcasts? No. No. So when he was doing them out of his house, he had a couple dogs uh, that... Every once in a while, you'd hear him on the podcast. It got to a point where when he'd go to live shows, people would be like, hey, Kev, can we get one? Shut up, boy! Or, Shaggy, goddammit! So, yeah, it's interesting how that works. I don't know. You you get to an age where... So, for me, it was that age where I just... I got to the job I finally wanted after all those years and then realized that I'm not sure. But that's got to break your heart a little bit, doesn't it? It sucks because now I don't know what to do, right? So... My whole life, I wanted to do the one thing. And then once I got to that thing, ideally, I would have done that thing I want to do my whole life for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. It sucks when you get to do that thing and realize that you don't really want to do that thing. Yeah. Then where the fuck do you go? I spent the last 12, you know, 15 years wanting to do this thing. Yeah. I never thought about doing anything else. So now you're 35, 36 years old and you're like, okay, now what? Right. I have no experience doing anything else because all I've ever done is related to this. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was my 30th birthday. Oh, my God. I did not want to turn 30. In my head, by the time you were 30, you had your career, you had your wife, you had your kids, you had your house. You had a house in the suburbs and the fence. Yeah. yeah, No, I know. I'm the same way. And when I turned 30, I had a wife. And that was the only thing off of that checklist. Yeah. No, it's tough. And and that's where, and I'm notorious for this, and Chad and I have had, uh, you know, conversations about this. But I'm one of the, and I I don't know, I, I don't know Eric as well as Chad does, but Knowing a little bit about you, I'm wondering if you're the, a little bit the same way I am as to where I compare myself to other people all, all the, time. the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know, and I've got anxiety, so I think that's part of that because you're always anxious about, well, I'm not, I'm not um, doing as well as someone else, so what am I failing at? Like, what am I screwing up that they're right. doing right? Like, where am I going wrong? Yeah. Um, so, and that really hits hard, man. Like, yeah. especially when you have to change, you know, when you go from, like, after I left the cop thing and I'm working you know at a job that i don't really know if i like and i'm still lost i still don't really know for sure what i want to do for the rest of my life and it just sucks because you look at some people that you're friends with and it's like wow they're making really good money and they've got all this tenure and they're going to retire in 20 years and i have to work for another 30 and my two best friends from high school uh one of them was one of the people responsible for bringing ethernet to market no shit. Yeah. Wow. And he... Um, so he's doing all right for himself. Jesus. Yeah, he retired when he was like 35, and now yeah. he's just living in Wisconsin doing... Um, they buy and refurbish buildings. Yeah. Like multi-million just dollar buildings. Just, yeah. just something yeah. to keep him busy. Yeah. yeah. And my other buddy is... Uh, he works for the evil corporation of Monsanto, but... Uh, okay. He's like genetically engineering corn. Yeah. And yep. so he flies all over the world. Yeah. It's like, these are my two best friends. Right. And, and we still talk every once in a while. It's like, so what are you doing? Yeah, stay home, dad, with my kids. Right. <laughs> and there's yeah. no I shame in that. Feel, but, yeah, there's no right. shame in Nailed that. It. But yep. you're like, yeah. You're yeah. just like, oh my God. Yep. What did these two have? Yep. Where did their drive come from? We were the same people in high school. Yeah. Where did that drive come from for yep. them? Fucking choices, man. It yeah. is. 
It is tiny little decisions you make. Because had you made had I had I not gotten into the cop thing, let's say I become suddenly interested in being a a goddamn accountant. Well, then I would be one of those people probably. I went to school yeah. for accounting and got the job and sat at a desk and worked nine to five. Oh and now God. after 20 years of doing it, I'd probably be making pretty good money or 15 years, right. you know, whatever. The one thing I can say that I'm really proud of uh, with being a stay-at-home dad is I'm pretty sure I would have blown my friggin' brains out if I had to sit at a desk from nine to five pushing papers. Yeah. I, I just, oh, there's no way in hell. Yeah. Uh, being an accountant or right. even being a lawyer, that's right. what they do. They read right. and they write papers. Right. I would be, yeah. oh my God, that would be terrible. Yeah. But there's some people that can do it and they love it and more power to them. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people and not, I'm not bashing accountants or, you know, people that do things that are quote unquote boring by my standards, but I think there are quite a few people that, that go the safe route. They may not necessarily love numbers and have a, a passion for accounting or they may not um, really love people and want to help people but they know that doctors make good money you know mm -hmm. I, th I think a lot of people make the safe bet and mm -hmm. they're like look I'm going to go to college for this not necessarily because I'm passionate about it but because I know that this is going to set me up for the rest of my life. Right, right. Yeah. And there's something to be said for that. Right. I yeah. mean, I used, to, I used to be one of those guys that says, fuck you, you're a sellout, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. well, I remember those days. Yeah, so, so right, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. look at where they are now. Right. And I'm, I'm like, well, yeah, okay, I directed a couple of independent movies that didn't go anywhere, and I have an album out there, but yeah. fuck beans. Right, you know? right. So there is something to be said for that, playing it safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's certainly more comfortable playing it safe, but I don't think it's nearly as fun. Like, no, or fulfilling. I mean, you were, we were all fulfilled when the movies came out. Um, you know, right. it was exciting. We had a lot of fun. I don't, I don't think you get that sitting behind a desk, no. pushing papers. And again, no. I'm not looking down on them. I'm just saying that lifestyle is not for me. Right. Right. I, I could right. have done that, but I wouldn't be right. happy at yeah. all. Well, and it depends on what your focus is, right? I mean, I, I, and I've been struggling with this for years. Well, since I, since I left my first job was that that where do you where do you where can you draw that line between am i going to do a job that i don't necessarily love but it gives me the money to live how i want to live outside of work or do i want to spend my 40 hours a week actually loving my job right and i don't care what the money looks like at least i'm happy 40 hours a week right yeah. right and that's i don't know that balance has always escaped me i don't know where that i still don't know where that line is and, and i'm fuck 40. all those people mm -hmm. that get both no well that's right. exactly yeah. it right yeah. i had a it's funny i had a um uh, we're a little off topic, kind of, but I, I had On a this show so last <laughs> summer uh, or two summer. No, last summer I was um, I was kind of having a crisis uh, moment about, about careers and funny. I'm still having it. It just it never ended. But I hired a career coach. Um, it was somebody who was um, a friend of a manager of mine at work. Uh, who was going through a career coaching certification program. Before you go on with the story, can you uh -huh. explain to me what a career coach is? This so, is something I've never heard of. It's it's basically, it's a life coach for like your career. So it's somebody that you can sit down and talk with, that you pay to talk to, that you can kind of explain where what your situation is, what you're trying to do. Like somebody who like me, who just needed direction and needed like, hey, help me focus what I should be doing. Okay. And they can do different things. So she could, um, she, you know, they can give you all these different assessments to help you figure out what you're naturally inclined to do based on your personality. Or if you don't want to do that, they can have assessments that figure out what your passion is. Wow. Um, and then once you determine that stuff, they can help you figure out how to get to that goal. Like, Hey, wow. 
uh, you know, and, and a good spot to start for a job like that might be doing this, which might lead to that, that kind of stuff. So, so it's like a high school guidance counselor yeah, for, for adults. adults. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it, it was cool. I mean, I felt kind of stupid doing it cause I'm like, I'm paying someone money to talk to me about what I want to do with my life. <laughs> but at the well. same time, and I kind of got harassed by some friends about it and I was like, well, yeah, I guess. But at the same time, I needed an outside perspective. Yeah. If you, if, if the people that you surround yourself with, if you're not, if you're not feeling like you're getting help from them or if they don't give you motivation to get better or to change, you have to go find that somewhere. Right. right. And, and I wasn't getting that from anywhere else in my life. So it, that was, she was good for me. Well, you need was, an unbiased opinion. Cause she didn't sure. know me. Right. Like, so she's yeah. coming in totally from as a stranger, didn't know me. And was like, Hey, let's talk about what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's funny because she asked me, she's like, so, you know, She's like, how much money do you want to make, you know, t- t- to consider yourself happy, how much money do you need to make a year? Just throw, you know, throw out a number of what you think. And I, and I told her, and she's like, okay, so what, what, do, what kind of job would you have if you had the ultimate job? What would be the ultimate job for you? And I kind of laughed, and I'm like, well, the stuff that I'm really into, you can't make money doing. Sure. She's like, well, she goes, don't, let's not get into that. She goes, what would it be? And I told her. We went through some of those questions. And at the end, she's like, so if you had all that stuff lined up, you would be content. You would be happy you wouldn't have the anxiety about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I'm like, well, yeah. She's like, well, why can't you have that? And I was like, because that's not life. Right. I was like, life doesn't work like that. Like nobody gets what they want. Mm. And she's like, well, she goes, you don't think anyone, anyone's happy. She goes, you don't think anybody got what they wanted. I was like, yeah, but most people don't. And she's like, and she kind of was puzzled by that. And she's like, that's, she goes, that she goes, that's, she goes, it just seems like a really negative outlook. She goes, why can't you be happy? She goes, there's other people that are happy. Why can't she goes, what's wrong with you that you can't go make yourself happy. And it really got me thinking, you know, at first I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, she's blowing rainbows out of her ass. Of course she's saying that, right? Like, yeah. get a, you know, get the Tony Robbins book back in your purse. We're I, not. I think you just read my mind. Right. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. But then I started thinking about it. And I, the more I thought about it, the more I kind of put time into focusing on it. I was like, you know, that's true. Anybody can be happy. I, yeah, not everyone is born to play basketball like LeBron James and was bound to be a superstar from age five. Granted, not right, everyone yeah. has that. Not everyone is born into that that mold that's going to make them millions of dollars. And I, as I told her, I don't need to have millions of dollars to be happy. Right. I wanted to make more than what I was making then and more than I'm making now, frankly. But it, it dawned on me like, she's right. Anybody can go be happy. It's just, are you willing to go, go do it or not? Right. Mm. Right. I, so <laughs> I that's know. such I, a fluctuating number though. Cause it um, is. this it just is. reminds me of a conversation Chad and I had maybe a couple of weeks ago <clears throat> that led back to a conversation from, 15 years ago and i i had oh we had chad and and an old friend of ours and i were sitting around at my dad's house hammered and we Hmm. got talking politics which we don't need to do here right but we started talking about uh you know liberals versus yeah not liberals yeah and uh what guys drinking beer talk about when it comes to politics yeah 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 yeah. yeah, i hear you and um then we it it ultimately got into the like you know um oh god we got into so much that night but healthcare and what i'm trying to get to is the donating money right and i remember you set you threw out a number yeah and said, if I made this much a year, I would so easily give away 10% of my income okay, without right. a problem. Okay. Right. And then now you make that much a year yeah. or more even, I don't know. Yeah. But the more you have. The more you spend. The more you spend and the more stuff costs. Yep. I yeah. mean, to have a nice car, it costs 
more money to have a decent house. Sure. You could probably be living in a studio apartment and giving away 10% of your income. Absolutely. But would you still have the quality of life that you have now? You know what I mean? We certainly couldn't be sitting in there doing a podcast because your neighbors would be pounding on the wall telling us to shut the fuck up. Well, I wouldn't have any of this equipment either because I wouldn't have been able to. Right. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess I would have had more money to spend, but. Yeah. Either way, you wouldn't have the space. Like, you know, you'd have been tripping over cables. Well, and I'm trying to say that that money number is such a it's such a bullshit thing because no matter what you say your goal is, Mm -hmm. I want to make two hundred thousand a year Mm -hmm. and I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Well, you start making that two hundred thousand a year. You you buy the stuff that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pay for that stuff, and then you want more, right? Right. Like you can. Now I'm making a hundred k. This isn't real. If it was, I would still tell you because I'd be thrilled. But let's say I was making a hundred a year now, right? Um, yeah, I could afford to go out and get the baseline, you know, mid-range, you know, Mercedes or mid-range BMW or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then when you get that and you drive it for a year and you're like, oh man, you know, the next model up has right. fucking, you know, uh, remote viewing steering with a bat pod in the back <laughs> right. or fucking whatever. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'd like to drive that. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to make 200 a year. Right. Yeah. So no. And you right. know, so, and it's funny when you think about that, cause I, and I'll never get the chance, but you start to wonder if guys like Bezos and Zuckerberg and Gates, do they have that problem? Do they yearn for anything? I think they go the other way and I yearn for too. the more simple I life. I mean, too. Zuckerberg Probably. did that whole thing where he was only going to eat what he killed. Yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, started giving away so much yep. of his stuff and yep. trying to live the simpler life. And yep. I think ultimately that's what it comes to. And I know this sounds like rainbows out the ass, no, I hear you. but, yeah. um, I think you get to a certain point, and God, I'd love to get there just once to see what it's like, mm-hmm. that you realize that money isn't the answer, mm-hmm. and you turn yeah. around and start realizing that well, it's what you have, right, what's, right. what you can keep close. Well, and, the, and Bill Gates, Bill and, is it Melinda Gates? I think it's I, Melinda. I'm not sure. Sure. Anyway, they're, no, and they're a, they, you nailed it. They're a prime example. Like, yeah. you can only have so much money. Right. They, there's nothing else you can't buy. Right. right? There's no goals yeah. left anymore. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, so, and that's, and I assume that's when you get to the point, like, where they're at now, where they've got this huge foundation, and they give away hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. You know, and to people like us, it's like, oh, my God, how do you, you know, can I just get 100K of that? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, oh, you're, and you're right. Most of us will never know that level of wealth. Right. Nobody listening to this show for sure. <laughs> I mean, Bill, if you're out there, yeah. uh, no, we need a we need a couple of adapters so we can have more cans. I can have somebody just build it for him in his garage. Oh, yeah. Shit. Um, well, okay. How about this? So we've um, kind of merged, I guess, and sorry, folks, for getting a little off, and we're out of what you want me to grow up. But I think this is still a valuable conversation to have. Yeah, is the yeah. career well, no, but we can, we've never done a show on careers. We so. can we can bring it back, though. Well, we I surely mean, could. So how about right could. now? We're all middle-aged, I guess, mm-hmm. technically, right? I'm 40. We're I'm probably 40, one foot so. closer to the grave than uh, one on a bed. Maybe other guys 40-ish. my age. But yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so, JB, what do you want to be when you grow up now? I assume, based on what you said, you you really don't know, right? Well, there's, I, I know what I want to do, but I, I'm in a position now where I, I'm not, I can't, I'm telling, I, I tell myself I can't do it anymore. That's my problem. I still want that job that has all the action and the adrenaline and the, and the, and the rush and the thrill, but I'm 40 and I'm 330 pounds and I've got a two-year-old at home. Well, it's the end of that. And I, you know, oh, no, 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 there's more. And I don't work out and I don't lift weights five days a week and I don't eat salads every day. I mean, so I'm putting blame on myself for the weight and the whatever. But there comes a point, I, I guess I, t- and I, this probably isn't true It's because I'm a pessimist. You get to that point in your head where like, well, it's just impossible now. I mean, I, I'm 40. What am I going to do now? You know, yeah. right. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, go join the go join the Air Force and try to be a pilot at forty. Yeah, I don't think. In they fact, they don't even yeah. let you do that anymore. Yeah, yeah you can't. Right. I, you can't even join the military at this age. Right. Yeah. So you know the stuff that I wanted to do all my life. Now it's impossible. It's sometimes in a lot of cases it's impossible to go do just but because of the, logistics or because of my negative attitude. Right. But take the kid, the wife, the weight yeah. out of the picture. Yeah. Like yeah. in an ideal world, yeah. what would JB be doing right now? Probably. Well, you know, pro- probably federal law enforcement. I think that would be my. If I could do it all over again. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I and I and I was willing to put in the work and and I had the fucking bright attitude. That I think that would be I think that would be cool. Like that sounds like a badass job to me. Yeah. And that's the first time I actually heard that. And so. that's because that would be like uh, you're still getting the action, you're still getting the rush, you're still getting the thrills, and you're not doing it every day. Again, right. I realize that. But it's not quite. It's not like being a police officer where you're working overnight shift for ten years. You know, right. those guys do a lot of stuff at night. Granted, because it's necessary for their job. But you're not in your office at three a.m. most nights. Most of those guys, it's kind of a nine to five, eight to four gig. Right. And then when you need to, you're out at night doing, you know, breaking down doors or whatever you got to go do. Right. Um. So I that would be the adrenaline rush for me. Uh, aside from that, that's the only position. That's the job that I could think of that would give me that satisfaction of feeling like one, I'm making a difference, and two. At the end of the day, I'm gonna have I'm gonna be able to tell myself like you did it, man. You've seen some cool shit. Yeah, cool. Well, okay. So Eric, right now you're a stay at home dad. Yeah, and I don't say that to slight anything. That's no, an important job. Yeah, um, but it's a fleeting job because eventually those kids are gonna be out of the <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah. So what do you want to be when you grow up? When the I'd kids still like are to do acting. Um, yeah. In a perfect world. No, I shouldn't say it that way because a perfect world wouldn't be without a wife and kids. Right, but in a right. world without a wife and kids and a mortgage, um, yeah. I would be an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, Jackie and I, that's my wife for people who don't know, <laughs> have <laughs> talked about, you know, once Riker's in school and... Um, that's your youngest we, kid. Yeah. For people who don't know. Right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I have a little more time. I think I'm going to start pursuing, well, at least um, local theater Mm -hmm. and then see where that takes me i don't know if it'll take me anywhere or not but we've even discussed the idea of me going out to la and getting an apartment just for um uh what do they call it not audition season like Mm -hmm. you know for pilots pilot season there you go and you know go out there maybe once or twice Mm -hmm. for a month and see what happens and if something you know if i get picked up for a pilot or something great if not Hey, at least I tried. Right. Right. And I realized that I'm 40 and I'll be having to live like a 20 year old, uh, you know, at least for a month or two out of the year. But yeah, um, I'll at least have a foundation, you know, yeah. where I've got a little bit of money in my pocket and right. can get a bartending job yep. out there or something yep. so that I have day to day money. But yeah, ultimately, that's what I'd like to be doing, whether it happens or not. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have. Uh, why don't you answer? Why don't, Chad, why don't you answer yeah. that first? And then I have a follow-up that I need to some clarification on. So why don't you answer first? Or, answer. or the question that you asked us. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. You, you wouldn't be now. directing Obviously. movies? Yes. In a perfect world? You would. I guess. Right? I guess I would. But I don't, again, I don't know how to get there. I've, I've tried that. Right. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's music now. Yeah. All right. I mean, as far as something that's attainable. Right. Ultimately, it would be cool if I had my own uh, recording studio and people would come over here and I'd record bands and right, musicians right. and cut their albums for them and stuff. I right. think that would be fun because then you get the creative juices and you get to do all that, but you don't have to worry about the, the limelight. And, you know, there is certain, you know, being a filmmaker, if you're any good at it, 
people know who you are and there's mm-hmm. that whole fame that goes along with it. And I, right. you know, I used to want that. Now I don't know if I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you nailed, that's exactly where I was going. That's funny that you said that. That's exactly where I was going to go is I, I think it, it, to me, it feels like you have, I break it down into two different categories. Like there's what's, what is, what feels like it's attainable to me. Like what is realistic and what to me seems like, I, that's just that's just ridiculous. I'd right. never be able to do that. So, th- yeah. so the the federal law enforcement thing, like ATF or one of those things, that's my answer for the realistic, like you said, attainable. Like right. that's something that is tangible. That I know how to apply for that job. I have an idea what they do. I know how to get there. I know the steps to get there. It's just a matter of doing it. You know, at my age and blah 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 blah. Yeah. But then you have the, and then I guess I feel like there could be another answer too. And Eric is unique because you combined all of it into one answer. Like oh, that. thank you. <laughs> well, no, I think that that's that's different than the way I, I was looking at it differently than you were, and that's just a different perspective. And that could be my shitty confidence. But I was, but I was breaking it down into that, and then the other category of I would love to do that, and I'm passionate about that, but I don't see a way of ever doing it, so I don't consider that realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be something like this. That would I that you know that would be the bee's knees for me. Like not necessarily like podcasting because there's you know nobody makes money doing this or five people do right but right. you know a talk show or an entertainment kind of gig right or like yeah. uh, an interview kind of show or, right. or something like that entertaining people and trying to be creative yeah. uh, trying to be funny I guess would be something that I would like to do but yeah. I look at that as being in a bucket where that's just so far off that I don't consider that realistic piggybacking on what you said I don't want the fame anymore either there was a time when I really wanted the fame that comes along yeah. with being an actor now I would be happy being guy with the beard in right. the back of like a Sons of Anarchy show or yeah. um, you know zombie number eight on The Walking Dead <laughs> just or make whatever. enough to be comfortable comfortable right. living but you don't have to be the because for the me anymore it's not about it's not even so much about the acting it's I love being on set yeah. There's a camaraderie mm. that you get with mm. other creative people mm-hmm. that you, I've just never found it anywhere else in mm. life. I mean, even on the set of uh, Icebreaker, you mm-hmm. know, it, all these people are your friends and you feel you feel a real closeness to them. And you joke around because there's a lot of downtime, not for you because you were directing it, but <laughs> right. for the rest of us. Right. Yeah. There was just a lot of waiting for stuff to get mm-hmm. set up. And, and that's when you get this bonding mm-hmm. with other creative people and yeah. you get to have creative conversations yeah. and that's something that's lacking in Rochester, yeah. Minnesota. Well, and at that's, least the people I know. And that's so, and great example. This is a fucking pretty good show. And that I think this is one of our more serious shows. It I is. Say. It is. <laughs> but I think this is a great conversation. Uh, I don't know if the fans are going to think that. Fuck them. That's interesting because I love that, you fans. <laughs> that's what I miss about law enforcement. Um, at even when I was doing security, it, it existed. When I got to the jail, it got stronger. And then I think if I, I mean, if I'd have done the cop thing for longer than I did, it would have been stronger yet probably. But that camaraderie you get, and that's obviously a different kind of camaraderie. Yeah. But, but you don't, there's a lot of jobs and I tell people that like a lot of jobs, you don't get that. Right. right. Like, yeah. so this job that, 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 uh, that I just started a while ago, um, is it's corporate America job. Yeah. You don't get that in those jobs. When no. you're, when you're at a desk in a cubicle amongst thousand other people, there's no camaraderie. Well, even if, if you, you have eight to, people on your team, you're right. still just all working at desk together for shuffling papers. Right. Because yeah. even if you get close to the guy next to you and you get to that camaraderie spot where you're breaking balls, right. then Betty across the way hears you breaking balls, right. takes it serious, right. and goes to HR. Right. You know? <laughs> right. It's just a different you thing. You just can't do it. Like on the movie set, I think exactly, exactly right. And I haven't experienced that to the extent that you have, but I, I can understand where that would be the case. And then in law enforcement, the difference is, is that the guys that you work with, you they might literally save your life at some yeah, point. Right. So you like have to have that bond. Thing. Right. You yeah, had yeah. you develop that over time. Yeah. Like you've been through the same shit. You know what, you know. And the military obviously has that too. Right. Uh fire departments, whatever. 
Um, so I do miss that that part of it. Like I, I dearly miss that because I'm never going to have that again in corporate America. I couldn't foresee. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that I I guess and I'm I don't mean to just I guess I'm just saying talking out loud. Which is what everyone knows when they talk. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Is there that what I go. meant? Yeah, I Fucking think so. Guys. That's what you meant. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting, though, when I talk about my what's attainable and what's not. Because really, the entertaining and making people laugh and being like entertainer guy, that actually might be more attainable than the federal law enforcement gig. Yeah. Mm. Really? Because all that requires is, I mean, not all. It requires a shitload of work. But what that that would require you just taking what you're already passionate about, using creativity, which comes inside from inside your head. That's not something you can buy. Right. That's um, not a degree. You don't go to the gym for that. Well, look at Chris right. Hardwick. Jesus, he made a career out of it. He right. started a podcast yeah. with right. his friends. Right. Now, yeah. he's in a lucky position where yes, he he's in the entertainment world right. and knew people to start interviewing right. to get the interest. But right. really, what it was was he sat around doing exactly what we're doing now, yeah. BSing with his friends. Yeah. 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 And now... I mean, the guy's a superstar. Right. He's, you right. know, everywhere. Right. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's weird to think that so way. So you like, could do that. You could be the next if Chris right Hardwick. Connection. Yeah, there right. And know. if I married a billionaire heiress. Yeah, no, I yeah. guess I could. Yeah. Hey, uh, to be fair to him, he had his money before he married her. But. Yeah, but he just got a hell of a lot more. <laughs> yeah, right? oh yeah. He's part of the Hearst family yeah. now. He's doing all right. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It's just, what a, what a great show, man. Yeah, it's just, it gets me thinking, because I think a lot about careers. I don't know if you guys yeah. do, but I spend yeah. a lot of time thinking about what I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. And am I wasting my life? And am I wasting my potential? And it just always comes back to the same thing. Well, oh, I'm stuck now. Uh, yeah. I can't ever see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just see it as, well, I'm 40. I'm too old and I'm I'm too, no offense to my wife and kid, I'm too anchored down. You know, yeah. I can't just pick up and move to, to LA now, right? right? Or New York or wherever. So yep. that's a decision I should have made 20 years ago. <laughs> Right, but right, but there again, if you would have made that decision, yeah. you wouldn't have the wife and the kid. Yet, right, you know? right, so, right. So you, you have are. to pick. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. No, yeah. I wouldn't change anything that's happened in my life. There's times right. that I wish I had more. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't give up what I have now to get it. There's just no way. Yeah. So interesting. It's a great show. I'd give you guys up to get it, but other than that, <laughs> no, I, I figured, figured that. Yeah. It'd be crazy not to, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, look at us, right? <laughs> While attractive, we're just we're not that interesting. Yeah, we're hot, but we're not that interesting. Right? No, I know why there's not full body shots on the yeah. face no, I know. of this podcast. Yeah. It's, people can handle it. No. Our emails would blow up, no. wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. Yeah. All right, you want to cut it down? Let's cut it down. Good show, guys. That's a hell of Good a show, show guys. Yeah. 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 Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. Thank you, Eric, for coming up. Yeah. yeah. And if you guys want to tell us what we should be when you grow, when we grow up, go ahead and email us. Or if you want to tell us that you have a way for us to do, like if you know a guy that wants to hire a fat kid to try to entertain others, let me know. Yeah. I'll take the opportunity. Absolutely. Or, or if, if you, you want to send us a couple adapters. If you uh, want to send us a three-way adapter. Give yeah. us a headphone adapter. Or just send sad. us each a three-way. I'll take that as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I couldn't do that. I'd just have to apologize twice. <laughs> That's pretty right. funny. I like that. Stolen. Okay. You stole that? I did steal that. Yeah. Fucker. I, I'm going to steal this from him. Steal it from me. You stole it twice. Yeah. Oh, I pointed too. at JB, by the way. That huh? was a good steal, though. I've never heard that line. That's good. Because yeah. now I'm going to yeah. steal that from you. Yeah, perfect. I'll copyright It's you. all yours, buddy. Thanks. But he stole it. Yeah, I'll have to say stolen. Well, yeah. I'm going to copyright okay. it right now. Copyright Eric Lee. Now See, I don't mine. know who said it originally, so I'm well, just yeah, going to take now it. Yeah, that's copyright infringement. No, 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 because they didn't copyright it. Right? As far no. as we know. You just call me the Thomas Edison of... Uh, technically, as soon as... <laughs> technically, as soon as work is completed, it's copyrighted. Yeah. So there you go, or copyrighted. I don't know how you say it, but okay. whatever. Anyway. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.